Okay, so does someone, like, someone else want to recap what happened last time? Do you want us to recap, really? <laughs> I mean, it would at least show me that... Uh... We listened? Yeah. <laughs> All right, recap according to Faye. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're in the city. We had met with him the night before. We wake up. We go into Wait, the temple. Who, who's him? We met with him. Victor. Yeah. Victor. And then we uh, see meet Vic again. He takes us up to the temple guy. We meet little short grumpy dwarf dude. We, uh... Dang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We gain his trust. Uh, somewhat. <laughs> begrudgingly. We realize we don't know what we want to do next. That we need more information about this crazy city. Um, oh yeah, and he like asked us if we'd be willing to kill people for his laws that we weren't really sure about, and we were all torn on that. And we get back to the place that we're staying at because we decide we're going to stay down there, and we meet with Marigold. Yeah, Marigold. I was like, what is her name again? Starts with an M. <laughs> and she tells us lots of information. And then out of nowhere, Cliff Muscles and other dudes from that place down in Pharaoh's Point are on the table accusing us of shit. Twin hammers. Yeah, twin hammer. Also, Vanna went and talked with Brita. <laughs> she said she recognized your sword, the, the one that you have that belonged to your father. And then that's when you got interrupted. Sure you don't want to do a more concise recap now that you've heard how I, I'm not a DM? Oh, that's pretty spot on. <laughs> So spotty, just with you filling in the names. <laughs> I mean, that is basically that's all that happened. Yeah. Yep. We just took a long time to do it. <laughs> New to the city. Yeah. There's it's a lot of decision making. We yep. we're talking. It's really hard when we aren't being guided by the hand. Almost, you know, where it's like it's not like you do that, but it's sort of like we know where we have to go. This is what needs to happen. There's a trail to follow, and there's a little bit of a path to get to that trail. This was like, uh... yeah, make a decision. <laughs> Choice paralysis. So you met with Dane. He liked some things that you said and didn't like other things as much as as other things that you said. Uh, He basically assigned Victor would stride to watch over you. You did meet with Marigold, who works for Martin the Cloak, who gave Gilly some overdue coin. And you asked her to, to, like, basically spy on Victor to get a better read on him. Well, because we met with the Alliance... A lot of them didn't had never heard of him either. Right, but we did get a little bit of insight about Dane from them. Yeah, and, and he his seems family. like he's known. His well, his family anyway. Mm-hmm. The the Ruby Eyes, the Ruby Eye Clan, for mining Mithra. Oh yeah, he has that army on his side that we do not want to cross. A much better ally than an enemy. Okay. Yes, and Thorn Twinhammer burst into the tavern and made a loud proclamation that the four of you were criminals and smuggling new life into Boldbrook. Does anyone want to ask any questions before we roll initiative? Can we roll insight on their accusation? We were having a discussion before you got here about the accusation. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> it's very specific and like because Candace was like oh like it's just a good accusation to throw out. And I was like well, they know our history. They know we work for a guild that does not support new life. And in fact, like they were all screwed over, like pretty much because of that. So it's, it seemed to me, I was like, it's very specific. And I have a hard time not thinking that 
um, they know too much or that like we've been spied on or something to just like bar and accuse us of that of all things like uh yeah you can roll an insight check mm. tell me you rolled high no uh. I got an 11 I got 6 wow yeah starting off good <laughs> That was an insight. I'm going to roll better for my poking and stabbing. Poking <laughs> <laughs> and stabbing. Name your sex tape. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, roll initiative. Wait, I do have one more question oh, before we roll. Sorry. Just with <laughs> oh, our, just based on where we are um, and kind of the layout of this place. So they came in kind of the main entrance. Where are we in relation to that? Oh, that would be good. And how many civilians are in between us? And if there's any city guard in the tavern with us. Yeah. Uh, I'd say you're like closer back towards the kitchen area, maybe three quarters of the way towards the back wall. Yeah. And there's plenty of, plenty of innocent bystanders. Okay. And is, is Victor still with us? No. Okay. How about me? Because I had left the group, right? A little bit. Yeah, you weren't spotted, actually, right? When he came in, or when they came in, they you said they, they spotted us and kind of... I did say that. Yeah. Yeah, so you'd actually be closer to them, but they did not see you. Okay. Hit the deck! Yeah. And then is there any, like, city guards visible in this tavern right now? There are not. Okay. I mean, unless you're going to decide, like, choose to just flee... No, they threw out a wild accusation. I don't think they're going to have space to talk much more before Gilly tries to have blood coming out of their mouths. <laughs> also, also, if we run, that makes us look pretty guilty. So. Yeah. But one thing, Vanna, is that you're in the middle of speaking with someone who is a potential ally in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When your bonus to initiative is double what your initiative roll was, that's Yee. real bad. <laughs> Spruce got a six. Hmm, six. I got an 18. 12. Okay, first up, Vena, and then Giladob. Um, so, sorry, how far away am I from them? I'd say that you're, I think you're closer, you're 30 feet from them, everybody else would be like 50 feet. Okay, well, I, I think I'll just stick with my trusty longbow. Okay, who are you going to shoot at? And, like, Twin Hammer's going to have his Twin Hammers, but what's Cliff Muscles got on him? Mm. Muscles. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was it Cliff Muscles we ran over with the cart that we that you kicked yeah. off the edge? Mm-hmm. Yes. It sure was. Yeah. He he has, like, a, a one-handed axe. Cool. I'll keep going after him, then. <laughs> Just continue the revenge. 19. Yes. Um... 18. Oh, God. <laughs> With one arrow? And he's Yeesh. dead. <laughs> Hit him right in the throat. Do your slayers pray? Yeah. Four. Ooh, that, I don't think. <laughs> nine? No, nine is a miss. Yeah. All right. Giladab. Try to use a cunning action to hide. Um... So even though they've spotted me, I guess I'll kind of duck. I'm assuming since an arrow just flew through the crowded bar that there's probably some commotion. I'll try and kind of duck behind like bodies and tables and chairs to break line of sight with me. Um, 
an attempt to be able to like get a shot off without them seeing where it's coming from. Yeah, since what like after Vena got up and, and shot Cliff Muscles, people have, are like jumping up from their tables and like drinks are spilling and so, like tables are being tipped over as people are like trying to make their way out. So it's easier for you to like sneak in between in, in between cover. Awesome. And then I'm going to let an arrow fly with my new short bow. All right. Very fancy short bow, which I think we'll name Scorpion Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> you get to name your weapons and they're really cool. I like it. <laughs> Quick question while he's rolling. The uh, Everyone's getting up and kind of running toward... Is there only one exit where these guys came in? So are they all just like rushing towards the people that we're shooting at now? No, there's an exit like through the kitchen. Okay. I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 27. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. is, this at, is this at the dwarf? At Thorn or at, at Cliff? Oh, at uh, Cliff Muscles. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, yeah. Either way. You're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, so am I able to get sneak attack on this one? Because of my, uh, my my hidden position. You roll, give me a stealth roll? Sure. Ooh, never mind. I rolled a one. So what's your, what's your total? Probably like... 11. <laughs> he does not have a bonus to perception, and I rolled a 10, so you are hidden. Oh, jeez, okay. Nine base damage, and then 14 damage total. Okay, so Thorn goes next, and he sees a couple things happen. He sees Cliff get shot a couple times. So he's going to take one of his hammers and throw it at Vena. And that is a crit. Oh, damn. Fuck. Oh, dear. So you're going to take 18 points of bludgeoning damage. And the next thing he's going to do is go up to... He's going to try to go up to Gilladob, who he saw. Because, like, once you shoot, you're no longer hidden. So he's going to try to go up Mm. to you and grapple you. Okay, so it's it's going to be his strength... Like an athletics check versus your either your strength or your acrobatics. Oogly doogly. Oh! <laughs> You're not going to like this. I rolled 20. Oh my gosh. Oh. That's a 24. Okay. So he goes up to you and he tries to grab you. And you just duck out of the way. But you can see that instead of like going after you with a weapon, he's produced a vial and it looks like he's just going to try to like force feed it to you <laughs> oh Damn. not good so this is still happening like this in the, within this t- time period here well he missed the grapple so yeah so he missed the grapple and I can see that he's got an open potion in his hand yeah so then it is Faye's turn okay then that makes my decision easier oh, shove that ball up his butt <laughs> <laughs> It's not a a healing potion. (laughs) So just to recap, she's been hit by a hammer, Mm -hmm. and then he grabbed her at him, and he's trying to shove a potion down his throat. Correct. Yeah. Well, he missed, though. He didn't grab him. He didn't. He failed in grabbing Gilly, but that's what he's trying to do. He has the... Okay. He has in his hand. Um, In which case, I'm going to do the Mantle of Majesty with um, (laughs) Command as my option. Oh, yes. (laughs) Okay. I think I'm going to do halt. Target doesn't move and can take no actions. He does not pass his saving throw. 
This so is also the guy I made the hat drop a hammer last time. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a pretty good track record against <laughs> yeah. him. So on his on his turn, he won't be able to do anything. Can I also cast Bardic Inspiration? The command uses your bonus action. So how far away am I from? Like 50 feet. Well, I guess, no, sorry. Um, he moved, right? Yeah. He's, he's he, right with Gilly where we were. Yeah. Well, so, Gilly had moved too. Mm-hmm. So probably like 20 or 30 feet away. Okay, so I pull out my singing sword. Okay. Does he say anything? I want to get free. <laughs> I, just, I don't know why I pictured him singing that song. <laughs> <The vibe. Yeah. gasps> why have you left me in there for so long, elf? <laughs> I haven't needed you to shut up. <laughs> oh, how dare you? <laughs> and then Is I'm... there a battle to be had? Yes. Pointy end in. Good. I've been waiting for this day. Well, really, any combat. So let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So I take singing sword, and I uh, attempt to ram it into Cliff Muscles, who can't. Right? Who's got no. you? Muscles or uh, Warhammer? D- twin hammer. Yeah, twin hammer. <laughs> I take it. And I'm gonna ram twin hammer with my singing sword. Who is this gaunt dwarf that you're pointing me at? I should say, yeah, he does look much more, like, skeletal than he was before. It's kind mm. of, like, at the point where he's wasting away. Mm. He's a junkie. 20? Yeah, 20 hits. Uh, so six. Well struck, elf. Tell me, what is your name? Wait, Singing Sword doesn't know my name yet? You haven't told me your name yet. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Singing Sword has heard me this entire time singing about how awesome I am. <laughs> Well, sorry, I'm assuming that when I'm in my sheath, you're not talking directly to me. <laughs> well, you should be listening more. Should have dropped Agree to disagree. <laughs> the singing sword, not a listening sword. <laughs> I sheath him and just shot him up again. <laughs> How dare you? All right. Um, it's going to be Cliff Muscles and then Spruce. Um, I think Cliff Muscles wants to run up to... I think Cliff Muscles wants to run up on Venna because he still remembers getting basically his sternum squashed. (laughs) So he hits you twice with his battle axe, and that will be 20 points of slashing damage. Eight points left. At least you have that much health. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. He says, have you ever been run over with a cart before? It sucks. And then you shot me just now. He's like really incredulous. All right, Spruce. So I'm going to, all right, Thornhammer is halted, right? Mm -hmm. So he can't do anything on his turn anyway. So I'm going to go up to um, Muscles and I'm actually going to use my quarterstaff. I don't want to slash him. I just, I don't want to, depending on how much damage this does, I don't want to kill him. Uh, I want it to be non-lethal, whatever. I'm... You can still use your yeah. glaive and call it non-lethal. Well, okay then. Let's just do that. We'll just pretend. <laughs> There's always like a blunt side. It would be yeah. like hitting someone with the flat side of an axe. Of an axe, like... yeah, sure. 24 to hit. So this is Cliff Muscles? Yeah. So he's engaged, so you're flanking him. So you got advantage. Okay. 24 to hit. Okay. And... So that's going to do 10 
slashing damage. And he's still standing? Yep. He's looking pretty hurt, though. Alright. Um, uh, 17. 17 does hit. And then 7 damage. Um, so I'll, I'm just going to do an unarmed strike as well. Which is going to miss. Unless you have advantage. Oh! Nice. It's not going to miss. 24 to hit. And that will do... 6. So Cliff is looking very hurt. Thorn is looking not quite so hurt. So I just want to get a recap here. So... Gilly is near Thorn. And... Faye has gone up and attacked Thorn. Mm -hmm. Dwarf guy. And then it's... Vanna, Spruce... And Brita on Cliff Muscles. Okay. Uh, Brita's just going to take out a sword and just, like, start hacking at Cliff Muscles. She crits on the first attack. <laughs> and does 12 points of slashing damage to Cliff Muscles. And he looks just about dead, but he's still technically alive. Oh, <laughs> Technically. <laughs> Vanna, it's your turn. I'll, uh, I'll stab him in the chest with the longsword. Okay. Roll with advantage. Because he's super flanked. Okay. Is this is this a kill shot? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Fourteen? Fourteen misses. Gosh. Did you roll twice? Yep. <laughs> Oof. Very, very badly. You have a second attack though, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I'll try that again. Do it again. Twenty-one. Yeah, twenty-one is good. Eight damage. Yeah, so he uses the last of his strength to parry your first attack, and then you just slip your sword right between his ribs. Do you say anything to him as he dies? He's trying to think of some really clever retort for all his bitching. But I feel like that's not my character. No, I'll just kill him and be done with it. Profesh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of a real clever retort for all his bitching. Take that for all your bitching. <laughs> <laughs> that's to the point, yeah. yeah. Okay, Giladab, your turn. All right. Um, well, if he's engaged with... Um, Faye. Faye, yes. That was going to be like the bard. <laughs> <laughs> Gilly's disdain is just growing. <laughs> refuses to refer to her by name I anymore. just forgot. That was all. That was just me. It was all the NPC names, but we're doing the recap. Can't remember me who you've been playing with for how long now. <laughs> Yeah, so if he's engaged with Faye, I'll take some of my movement to back up, um, just to keep enough distance between us, and then I'll, I'll shoot, an, uh, shoot an arrow at him. 24? 24, yes. It's an easy target. And he's flanked, so I guess I get my sneak. 18 damage. Okay, so his turn is that he can do nothing. If he's, like, still all stunned up, I will use my mage hand to take the vial from his hand. Sure, yeah, use your use your mage hand. Um, um, I guess I still roll like a sleight of hand against him. It would be a 22. See if you can hang on. Rolled an 18 total, so yeah, you managed to pry that vial out of his grasp. All right. What are you gonna do with it? I float it over in my own hand and then shove some sort of like wadding in it temporarily even if it has to be i guess my thumb like in the top of the bottle hopefully people saw this go down because otherwise now they just 
accused us of having new life and you now have two vials of it. <laughs> Faye, it's your turn. So I still have Mental of Majesty, <laughs> which means I can do Command as a bonus action. I think I'm going to ask him to dance. <laughs> Would you you're not going to ask him, you're going to command him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say dance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So literally, you said halt and then dance. So basically what you said was stop, hammer time. Yeah. <laughs> to Thorn Twin Hammer. I am devastated that he passes his saving throw. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Truly. So he's passed his saving throw, which means the Dwarf next time he gets to do something. Because he he's still halted until... Yeah. Right? Throw okay. some rocks away. So I'm sad that he also is not dancing. And I'm going to slash at his feet to try and make him dance. <laughs> make him dance with the sword? <laughs> <laughs> like the Old West when they would yeah. shoot him. <laughs> it's like the old saying, there's more than one way to make a dwarf dance. <laughs> Yeah, that old thing. Okay, roll your attack. <laughs> I like the idea Gilly's just watching. Yeah. <laughs> Good work. Like the old saying. Uh, I rolled a three, so it doesn't matter what I add to that. It's not going to Correct, hit. yeah. <laughs> so I just kind of whip, he's just looking at me like I'm an idiot. Poor form, says the sword. <laughs> I, I can only again. do so much. Just sheathe him again to shut him up. Typical. Like Spruce, it. you're standing next to a very dead Cliff Muscles. Mm-hmm. Thorn is looking a bit rough, but he's still standing. How much time has elapsed here? Not a lot, right? It's been like 12, 12 seconds. 12 seconds. Mm -hmm. So presumably there are still plenty of people scrambling around in here. Um, we haven't done this yet, but like if, if we're making a ranged attack, is there any risk of hitting like an innocent person? I mean, like if you roll really bad. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm just going to, I'll run over to Thorn then. I'll hit him with my glaive, or I'll try. I'll be a. Uh, He's engaged. Does that mean I get advantage? Blinking. <laughs> so it'll be 19 to hit. And 8 slashing damage. And he's no longer halted, right? Correct. At this point. So. Alright, well, I'm gonna hit him again. So it's 25 to hit. Oh, yeah. And 10 slashing. And I'm going to use Stunning Strike again on that one. I got 16. That's a pass. Okay, so then I will do an unarmed strike as well. Second <laughs> <laughs> one's much worse. Um, 15. 15 just glances off. Brita will use her action to cast Cure Wounds on Vena for nine hit points. And then it is your turn again. All right, I'm going to use my longbow on him. Okay, fire away. I'm also going to try this because I've never before. So I'm going to try the minus five penalty to my attack roll for 10 plus on my damage. Okay. <laughs> so, fingers crossed. 12. 12 was the highest you got? Uh-huh. Um, that, it misses. You're gonna try it again on the. Your oh next wait, attack? sorry, that's not right. Uh, sorry, that'd be eighteen. Oh yes, yes no, that... nineteen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, yes. No, twenty. Yes, still yes. 
26. You got 26 points of damage. Yes. Jeez. Oh my god. Dun, 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 Question. Is this a kill shot? Sure, yeah. <laughs> you killed so both of them. <laughs> the is just so jazzy. <laughs> sure. I love killing. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be some splatter from this one. I know. Oh, yeah. Cover your mouth, maybe. <laughs> she killed both of them? Yeah. No. Did Bree dead? Oh, no, no. You did. No, yeah. she killed yeah. Yeah, you the stabbed other stabbed right in the beautiful. chest. Oh, happy days. So that that arrow was just like a locom- locomotive and just almost took his head clean off. Yeah. Even though you hit him like in the sternum or whatever. <laughs> Straight through the aorta. <laughs> Severed. Okay, so there's, there's two dead former members of the Thieves Guild. There's a bunch of people <clears throat> running around like crazy. Uh, what What's everyone going to do? Perception checks and pat down the... <laughs> Bonnie, yeah, I feel don't laugh at me. And now it makes sense. No. Loot him, loot him. I'd be checking twin hammers first because I'm closer. They might have instructions or even like notes on them. Who knows? Yeah, I also want to like be making a perception check to get a, a more accurate reading of like what he looks like. I think you mentioned that like he looked, you know, a little more skeletal. So just confirming like, is it obvious signs that they've been using new life? So that little bit of information may be important pretty soon. Sure, uh, make an investigation check. Investigation. Uh, Ten. You haven't seen someone, like, in advanced stage of, like, the affliction, so you're not totally sure what, like, a heavy, heavy user would look like. But you think it's possible. And then as I search him? Right, yeah, so he he had that vial on him that he was preparing to feed to you. You managed to, like, find the little cork on the floor. He's got his hammers. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take his twin hammers, and I'm going to name them that, too, twin hammers. He has a potion of giant strength. It's a potion of stone giant strength. Ooh which for one hour increases your strength to 23. He has 250 gold worth of platinum coin on him. Cliff's axe is pretty nice, I should point out. His armor is ruined. (laughs) Katie, you'd be sort of like standing over Cliff muscles. He's got the the nice axe, you say? Or what what do I see? What has he got? He has... uh, 300 uh, gold coins, well, 300 gold worth of platinum uh, pieces. And yeah, his axe does look pretty nice. I'll take both those things then. No notes or anything on like, how they found us? With that potion of giant strength, you find a business card from one Arn Biargo Hulahan. Uh, Is that that guy who sold us the... It's the merchant. Who didn't who sell us any life? life? Yeah. Okay, so what are you going to do now? There's a, it's still kind of chaotic. You've like It's been maybe 30 seconds since this whole <laughs> ruckus seconds. broke out. Yeah, is there people still left in the room, like some of the employees or anything? You see some people like looking nervously out of like some, some back doors. And uh, like you can hear like shouting in the streets for, for help. So Giladab's like... Uh... I think our cover has been pretty well blown. 
but do we make haste out of here, or do we wait for the guard and try and explain our way out of this? Wait for the guard and wait have the Vic, guard. who's at least on our side. Yeah, he's the head, right? Like, he's the... Right. Mm-hmm. And they had new life on them, and he was trying to give it to other things. Yeah. I put the bottles of new life... Well... <sighs> Part of me, like, would still keep one in a way. At least the one he had on him, I would, like, leave by his body. Yeah. Okay. Is there... There's no way to, like, quickly open that portable hole and chuck your new life in there, right? <laughs> Just make sure it's Don't well... Don't know how much time we have, Make sure it's well hidden. Yeah, I, I make sure it's tucked away and it's not labeled. It's just mm-hmm. in with the other potions, like... You tuck it away in your person? <laughs> <laughs> your ham wallet? <laughs> My ham wallet. <laughs> Brita offers to stay and, and vouch for what happened that you were simply defending yourselves mm. very kind she like nods and she like glances at your sword again and says we rangers are solitary folk but we stick together uh, so it's it's not long before a few paladins sort of like barge in their weapons drawn the tavern is mostly empty by now and there's like three or four of them come through the door and, and Victor is shortly uh, comes in shortly after and he sees the five of you and seeing that the situation is mostly under control he and again he's in like his full armor at this point he's not like off duty Victor like mm-hmm. like you've seen him before but he dismisses the other paladins and then goes up to talk to you and asks for you to like sort of explain what happened we explain what happened. Okay. <laughs> Dub's up on like a, a high stool. His little gnome feet are just like kicking in the air, drinking his drink. He's like, a couple junkies got in, tried to attack us. Do you have a history with them? Yeah, we, we know them. He knows who we are. Yeah. They're part of the group that was sent to kill us. They're working with the dragonborn. He like spits on the ground. Says those lying bastards, the dragonborn, deceptive, oh. deceptive reptiles. Also, by the look of them, they look like they're wasting away and we're suspecting from new life, so. He says, well, I will certainly explain this in the best possible way to, to Dane, who will certainly hear about it. He may have questions for you. So, I mean, if there's anything that you need to tell to me in confidence, now's the time. Gildub, I guess if anything would, like if he says anything, he wouldn't be saying much. Like, um, yeah, there's no need to like talk to Victor anymore about it. I guess if anything would be like, yeah, it's pretty open and close. Like, sure, we know them, but new life junkies, what can you do? He says, is this what's happening to people in Pharaoh's Point? Worse. Gods help us. Uh, so he... He kind of leaves and gets a couple of couple of his subordinates to take the bodies away and help sort of clean up the the tavern. And it's not too long before some people filter in, uh, but it's kind of a quiet night for the rest of the night. So what are you, what are you guys going to do after that? <laughs> as surprising it is, as Giladop proposes that maybe Faye sing a song about what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything prepared right then. Well, it's like I don't want to leave the bar. And uh, it's an awkward kind of atmosphere. All right. We have rooms here, right? So. <laughs> Faye gets up and does a spoken word poem about what happened. Spruce is going to go 
take Dog for a walk. He probably hasn't peed all day. I'm just going to rest and recover. Okay. Um, after spending a short period of time with these weapons, you know that the uh, axe is a like a plus two weapon. And the thrown hammers are each plus ones that return to your hand automatically. Oh, it's like Mjolnir. Okay, anything you guys are going to do, I mean, at this late hour, or is it time for bed? Just going to turn in. Okay, regain hit points, spell slots. One thing we might want to do is uh, alert Martin to the fact of what just happened just basically tell him like on the scroll just be like yeah cliff muscles and twin hammer came in have been eliminated <laughs> they have been eliminated um if sorry <laughs> well, all right, and then maybe yeah because he doesn't like killing that's right yeah but um also to look out for that other that merchant arnborn O'Hulahan. rat bastard yeah yeah, I'll scribe a note saying um, we were tracked by muscles and twin hammers. Um, they looked quite far into their new life use. Uh, unfortunately, they had to be eliminated. Alrighty, yeah. I also just want to ask, and last session I had mentioned that I had scribbled a note to Shigar asking if he recognized the name Victor Woodstride. Any response from him? Yeah, there is an answer. Um, when you go back to your room to settle in, you find that there is an answer that he doesn't recall anyone going through the academy by that name. Hmm. The When you say the academy. Oh, sorry, the alliance. Okay. Okay, what is everyone's plan? What is your plan for the next day? At this point, we know we need to figure out how we're going to get Dragonbone Hand. Because we're not getting it on the underground. We're not getting in this city. Unless we try and rob the whole dragon in the city and get out of there. But I think we realized that that was a stupid idea. Well, there is. We can kind of get some more information about uh, this group that Victor... Oh, I guess Marigold's going to kind of track him and get some information about that. She did say that we should check out the shrine mm-hmm. i was gonna say we can check out the shrine today and then maybe make plans to head out and mm-hmm. head out yeah later. we're still waiting on information to try and find whoever's has the potential to find a cure because we want to make our own contact with them but that was we're getting help with marigold mm-hmm. yeah it would probably be good just to like visit the temple we've never seen it there is potentially something that i might want to talk to dane about I don't know how much I'd want to, like, make a full meeting, but if we were at the temple and the chance came up, I suppose I would mention it to the group even, the necklace of evil god symbols. I still mm. have that in our pack. Mm. We never really looked too much into that. And I had just thought, you know, maybe the temple people would actually be, yeah, or the black orb. But that one's a little more mm. secretive, I think. Yeah. He knows we've been underneath, though. Yeah. But he's also a little more strict. And that one we're keeping like hidden away in our portal. The symbols I just like have on us. We could allude that we had a friend who was underground who came across a black orb. Did they know of any of it? Anything yeah. about it? Even if, yeah, if we felt safe enough mentioning it, like, we'd be like, it's not an item you just like bring out into the open. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't even necessarily have to 
at first mention the orb, we could just ask if he knows anything about the ruins or the history of them. Yeah, what would live down there or like whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that might actually be good to ask him. Or like how to get fire from water. <laughs> yeah, this stupid kids riddle. <laughs> also, with Marigold tailing Victor, I am also. Uh, no one seems to have ever heard of this guy, mm-hmm. which is a little bit sketchy to me. Like, not that he's whatever he's the Paladin Guard, like, but I mean he's the head of the Paladin Guard. I feel like that should be a position that probably at least people have heard his name before and the fact that he is dealing potentially with these not so legal things i'm not sure he's maybe as trustworthy as we're i don't know we're putting a lot of trust in him basically as having him kind of our, our main connection. we didn't have much of a choice no but it is like where i almost trust dane more because his faults are more obvious mm. you know like his stubbornness and adherence to the rules and all like you yeah. See who he is, all the positives and the minus, but yeah. Victor might be a valuable resource, but but he's a bit of a wild card and I'm not he's sure. He's got that, that it's... NPC quality. It's just like a guy with not too much to him. It's it makes me not want to trust him. Yeah. <laughs> Faye thinks you're both paranoid and crazy. <laughs> paranoid and crazy, and I point to the bloody smears <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> I I think that he's a decent guy. I do inherently because his his dealings with the whole, you know, maybe under the radar, less legal stuff seem to be positive because he said, you know, it's more if they're, if it's possible that we can cure a new life. Yes. I want to explore that. So it is, it seems to be good, but he seems like a greater good kind of guy. Yeah. And I, so he's I, on board with him. I was just suspicious, like for, same as from before. Cause I, yeah. I just think he must be working. I don't think his first allegiance is to the temple anymore because of his thoughts about new life and implying that like he's working with some other group. And that bothers you though? Well, it's just, you can't trust someone until you like know them more. And it just doesn't hurt to be careful. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. We're secretive about stuff in general. And I just feel like he, he's got an allegiance to some other group that we, we don't even know the name of the faction yet since arriving in this thing. Like we're still looking into it. Right. Candace sees the logical side. Faye thinks you're crazy. No, fair that enough. Okay. That, that goes I understand where you're coming yeah. from totally, but even my gut reaction is Candace says, eh, I still trust him, but I see what you're saying. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. To the temple or trying whatever. Glowing dragon, <laughs> glowing dragon, golden glowing. dragon, glowing glow? golden dragon. Yeah. They let off an aura. Don't they? Based on whatever their energy was. I wonder if they sell popcorn. Okay, so you follow sort of in the morning, you can hear some bells ringing and there's a, a steady number of what you assume to be pilgrims sort of heading up the long, wide, tiered stairway all the way up to uh, Upper Boldbrook. And you go to the shrine, which is a, a circular building with two entrances large doors on opposite sides. The bones of the dragon are in the center of the shrine. As you enter, it's just this enormous, this enormous space and you can hear like the echoing of, of whispers and there's sort of this concentration of people around the, the, the middle area of, of the shrine. You do see 
that there's a 10-foot-wide gap separating the dragon's resting place from the pilgrims and worshippers who come into the shrine to be in the presence of the dead dragon. No one is permitted to lay hands on the bones, which would be considered disturbance. The resting area of the dragon is about 80 feet in diameter, and you can see that about half the skeleton is exposed and half is still like buried under rock. So this shrine has actually been built right around the resting place of this dragon. Various members of the temple keep a careful watch over the comings and goings of people in the shrine. You notice that one person at each entrance has a particular lens, like a very heavy-duty monocle. Over the skeleton, the shrine's ceiling ascends to ascends about 60 feet over you to a sharp point where an orb rests, like the size of a disco ball. And as you are sort of walking in, you know, like queuing up to see the bones, you do feel this very pleasant sensation. Um, you feel restored. And you feel like it's a very peaceful and serene setting. Just being being near. So you can understand what all the hype's about. What color is the orb that's floating? Is it floating? Or is it like affixed to something? It looks like it's affixed. Okay. What color is it? So it's like a, like a deep blue. Mm. You're not quite sure <laughs> what it's function is. Ladab would like to make a, a more concerted perception check on the monocles that you said the people at the doors were wearing. Eleven. Something tells you that it's not for helping with their regular vision. Mm-hmm. Spruce is interested in in the orb. Is there can I do like a perception check on that to see if yeah, or some kind of check? I don't know what would be I get I'm not really trying to see if it's I'm not trying to discern any magic from it. I just want to see if I can understand it a bit better. So you could do investigation. 19. I mean, just kind of based on its placement, you like you don't think it's decorative. It's not there in full view. You don't know what its function, specific function is, but you think it might be some kind of protective measure. Uh, I want to, like, investigate, but I feel like Faye's just super into this entire, like, it's nice, it's clean, it's sparkly, people are wearing monocles. This is a fancy place. I like it. <laughs> I'm just happy to be there. People are and this is, um, is this separate from where we met Dane before? Like, is this a separate structure? Or are they, like, all somewhat tied together? It's, yeah, it's a completely different building. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's pretty pretty sizable, so it's, like, a good few hundred yards from where the temple is. Is there anywhere we can make an offering? Oh yeah, uh, I was I was thinking about pointing that out. Yeah, there are like a few sort of like uh, chests that are that are sort of open that are set around the base of a a statue that you think represents the gold dragon that people come and make sort of humble offerings to. I will uh, give up a, a gemstone worth about 50 gold. Whoa. So the guards are wearing one of these monocles? Yeah, one at each. There's multiple guards at each entrance, but one at each entrance is wearing a mo- one of these monocles. Do they seem to be looking like scanning people up and down with it? Yes. Okay. 
I would like to go up to one of these guards and persuade them to let me look at his monocle. Because <laughs> I think it looks really stylish and cool. Okay. Uh, you make a persuasion check? Yes. Do I have to go up and say something to him? Well, I'm assuming you're going to say something, not just go up and grab it. Like, <laughs> so I walk up to the guard. I'm like, guard, guard, guard. That is a very fancy looking eyepiece you have there. Mind if I give it a little look? I just want to try it on. I think it goes quite well with my ensemble and I'm thinking of getting one myself. Just want to see what it looks like with what I'm wearing. <laughs> how, how are you going to see what you look like? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask questions like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not beside you. So. 19. It says, stand back, citizen. <laughs> this is a security monocle. Ah, oh, cool. I can't let you try it on. I need it to do my job. What does it do? It allows me to... You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this would be a secret. I really don't. It says, it allows me to see... Any illusions or magical trickery on it for anyone walking in. Ah, cool. I need to get me one of those. They're very, very cool indeed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You keep doing you. Give them the guns and walk away. The hey guys, guns? <laughs> the finger guns. Crossbows? Finger crossbows? Yeah. Finger crossbows. Uh, yes. <laughs> You flash in the finger across he's like, oh, oh, well, okay. <laughs> you feigned as though you were armed, but I see you are not. See, the monocle works. <laughs> we both laugh and throw our heads back and I go away. I just go, hey guys, those are just like security monocles. They see through illusions. It's pretty cool. Don't have any illusions. <laughs> so this 10 foot gap that you talked about, is there, is it like roped off? Or is it just like no one goes within 10 feet it's like a sorry it's like a little like a little mini trench that oh, you can okay. just see it's it's like been sort of like dug into the stone mm. so it's like a like a moat that, yeah. that surrounds it i was it's picturing a, it like the zoo you get the fence but then there's always like the gap mm-hmm. so they can't come right up to it how, and how wide is that gap is so that the, what's 10 feet the, the, sorry yes the width is 10 feet uh, okay. and the depth like it's it's maybe like 30 or 40 feet down oh wow yeah I sus- Spruce suspects that, that that orb is probably some kind of a magic shield or something. Yeah, if we'd broken it at night, it would be like the... Well, because didn't you describe it as kind of like a disco ball? Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely picturing it like shooting out the classic red lasers and you yeah. go down on the rope and mm-hmm. it's, you know, move between them. I was picturing it more like a, like a bell. It's creating like a bell-shaped shield around this whole thing that basically just goes down the trenches hmm. to break in to find out i mean we're not really we're not seriously considering we're getting our really dragon the joint yeah. no exactly so i debated turning invisible opening up the thing taking the hand and walking out <laughs> they have a loose monocle so yeah maybe they'd see yeah yeah no the monocles are real they're not illusory, <laughs> illusory monocles i don't think there's anything else to see here See if we can go get an appointment with uh, with Dane. Yeah, while we're in the upper district, mm-hmm. we'll see if I can stop by. Is Victor with us? Did he escort us up here? Or he did he just, not. He's about his business right now. Well, yeah, I don't know if Dane will see us without him. Can we just, like, waltz up to the... 
to his office. Well, request to if he's there. Yeah. Presumably we know where it is from when Victor took us before. Yeah, yeah. The temple the temple is a place where like people can go in and like the shrine is where people go to see the dragon bone. The temple mm-hmm. is where not only where Dane is and there's a lot of sort sort of like the academic side of of like the, the clerics and their you know, running of this of the city. But it's also a part where people go into like actually like there's like an altar there and so people go in to pray and stuff like that. So um, you can make your way in there and, you know, talk to one of the many clerics that you that you happen to see and you can ask for. Yeah, even if you said there's like an academic area, like I don't even necessarily have to disturb Dane. I could go and well That's what I was probably ask thinking. like just more academic questions. Find a nerd and get them to answer my <laughs> questions. <laughs> what sort of um what sort of questions? Um about the evil gods and things that live in the underdark, I suppose. Maybe see if they have any like history books, history texts about about ancient civilizations and yeah, area. I go up to the info booth and I ask if either <laughs> Dane's available or one of um yeah, their academics who might specialize in evil gods in the underdark. So you approach this sort of wispy old man who is think of like one of the caretakers of of part of the library. And he kind of looks at you and says, oh, evil, evil gods. And he runs off and he he fetches a, a younger woman who uh, is wearing the robes of the of the temple. And she she says, like, I've been told that somebody's been asking about some unusual historical topics. Mm-hmm. And she introduces herself as as Gilda. She's one of the, I guess, senior acolytes there. And she says that they don't. There's no like major in in like evil gods, but she knows maybe ab- above average in terms of of that topic. Mm-hmm. I guess um, leaving out like the story of how it's acquired or whatever, but just you know have this particular artifact, and I pull up the necklace with all the symbols on it, um, and just explain. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to know more about. Um, what you think about this artifact and try to it subtly get some information about basically you know vaguely describe that weird room we were in a little bit you know we gleaned a little bit about the language and a little bit about the weird interests of these like creatures or whatever and to try and figure out if we can you know what they are or maybe identify like any lore yeah who would be likely to have been the ones to create such a place. Like, there was madness, there was creepy writing, strange whispers from an orb. I don't know if I'll mention that right away. There's the uh, slabs for testing. Yeah, weird experiments on other creatures. Which were all uh, chronicled on posts of weird writing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so taking those things in order, she looks at the necklace and thinks that like this was something... She said that that it looks like something that somebody put together. There, like so many of these gods are, well, they're all evil. Uh, I mean, that's the first thing that you know she notices. But she also says that there's so many conflicts between all of them that I mean, it's it's odd that anyone has collected them. Hmm. 
I mean, you know, there's a few evil gods who are allied with each other. There are some that are simply not hostile to each other, but many of them still are hostile to each other. So it's completely... Like, you can't see the purpose of having put these all things in the, in one necklace, but... Yeah, like, she says, you know, if if someone deliberately put this together and they're worshipping all these gods at once, I mean, that's... They're certainly casting a wide net. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe they're just trying to get some form of blessing and are appealing to every evil god that they can imagine. So, about the underground boy what'd you roll what'd you roll because I guess even Gilladob could do somewhat of his own like history check I don't know how like how much I know something about the underdark but it's like trying to get confirmation and figure it out what'd you roll that you were avoiding 19 nice so she's gotta give us lots of information You know, I want to. I want to get back to that. Okay, that's fine. If she's like, you know, we chat a bit, we have a few talks, and then she's like, "Give me time to look into it." Yes, yes, um, yeah. So she offers to to search some some texts for you. All right. Are the three of you like all the other three with Gilly at this time too? Spruce is yeah. Yeah, everybody's okay. Okay, so you're going back through the temple. And you see, like, as you're sort of exiting, Marigold is coming in, hmm. and she sort of, like, motions to you, and she's like, oh, why don't you come come pray with me for a sec? Spruce is like, I don't serve this god. <laughs> so you go to, like, a, a more sequestered part of the uh, cathedral where there aren't so many people hanging around, and she sort of feigns the, the motions of prayer but produces, like, a small slip of paper, and she says... I saw I saw your friend Victor go here last night after all that commotion that I heard about. He wasn't alone. That other woman, that ranger, was there with him. 